Some like football, some like darts. I like knitting and the simpler arts. Half a dozen needles, an ounce or two of wool. Fills my cup of happiness, chock full. I'm a little nitwit, knitting all the day. That's how I keep dull care away. Hem stitch, lock stitch, plain and pearl. A present occupation for the good. And hello, and welcome to the world of knitting. Um, Tim? Oh, this isn't that podcast. No, no. This is, our, this is yeah. the other one we do. Yeah. Oh, okay, let me try. Hello, and welcome to Geeks on Drama, a podcast about podcasts. Hi, my name is Isabel, and I'm here with... Tim, thank you very much. And we are in room 194 of the Urban K. Barber Learning Center, the Namu Meeting Room. It's become our home. It's um, a nice, humble abode. Yeah. Where we the podcast. Only, the only thing we wish is we could actually change it. I would like to punch a couple holes in these walls, honestly. And I would like to draw, uh, like, uh, a window, because we are in a basement, so it would bring a little bit of the sunshine yes. from outside. If um, only. So, yeah, we today is episode two, The Importance of Being Earnest. And Isabel, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about where podcasts fit in the sphere of drama. Yes. What? Or at least we're going to attempt yes. to pinpoint where Hopefully. they fit. So we're going to analyze some theatrical elements that are found in podcasting, but maybe how they're kind of different. How they change. Yeah. So uh, off the bat... We start off with the uh, basic theatricality of podcasting in a way of setting a frame of mind. So, uh, for instance, in the beginning of this one, we start off with intro music. And, and well, we start with an intro music in every one of our podcasts. Exactly. Uh, the first one, the A New Hope, sets you in a very geeky sort of mind. You get, uh, you know, it, 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 yeah, I get pumped when I hear the Star Wars theme, unfortunately. Of course. Of course. And in this one, we wanted to go through our knitting theme, and uh, we found this really fun song, yeah. which is just... It kind of blindsides you, because you expect a knitting thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So one way of setting a frame of mind of what the audience should be ready to hear is the intro music. But uh, that's mostly for audio podcasts. With video podcasts, there are different ways of doing that. We, for video podcasts, you have the, the ability set. to show something, so you have a set... You can have a green screen where you can show different things. Mm -hmm. And so if you have different segments in a podcast, you can yeah. have one set for each podcast. You don't have to use the same one. Mm -hmm. And um, in, in it, it, it really, video does facilitate a lot of things because yeah. you don't have to make such a big show out of it. Exactly. What's interesting, though, is, is podcasts generally, I guess, universally have a lower budget than most TV shows. It's almost, it's more of a sparse kind of, yeah. kind of setting is where it is. So you have, to, you have to make the most of what you got. So it's very interesting how creative or which way the frame of mind that podcasts choose to go with, with in the face of this kind of limitation. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, other ways of setting the atmosphere, I suppose, would be the, uh, the tone of voice you're using or just the flow of the conversation. Is it, is it a back and forth? Are we all... Trying to scream talk and talk over time. each other right now, so Isabel can't talk, and only I. So it's so we can like have a jinx again. And yes, we can have can one of them where you have to say their name three times if you want the one jinx. No, that's, it's only one. That's the only we way it, out. it should be played. But I, di but I digress. Right from here and on, we'll play like that. So yeah, I guess yeah. So maybe a loose structure of conversation and podcasting. Or is it an interview? Is it an interview? Is it kind of a more constrained, strict? One person structured, leading the other yeah, one? Structured kind of thing. So, yeah, there's definitely ways that podcasts kind of get around their limitations in setting 
a very uh, engrossing kind of atmosphere of what you're going to be experiencing. So that you have, you're connected into that point, like at that time you're doing this. Yeah. So moving forward with that, um, I've probably wagered that the majority of podcasts are audio. And so yeah. in a way of getting around just, you know, listening to two people talk through your headphones. Because that would be really boring. Well, is it boring? This is why it's not. Because well, we, it is not because we make it more. We don't talk like we normally. Talk. Exactly, a way of compensating for the lack of, you know, visual stimulant. Yeah. Stimulants <laughs> is um. Light characters. Like, like, a, like Colombian snow. <laughs> is uh. My addiction to whiteboard markers. Is an exaggerated way of talking. I don't. I'm not usually this. Uh, lively, animated, lively when you talk. So, you definitely or loud or, or expressive. So when you talk like this, you get you can bring forward some of that enthusiasm that gets lost when you lose body gestures and yeah. all this kind of nuanced way of speaking. Face gestures. Tim yeah. has some fabulous face gestures. Try to, and you'll never see that one, unfortunately. But yeah. hopefully, my voice will portray it for you. Yes. So. I guess through all of this, we're trying, trying to uh, get at how podcasting tries to create an atmosphere of what you're going to be listening to, mm-hmm. so you get in a very podcast frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And I guess a good case study of this is, again, Dignation and trying to recreate that two guys on a couch in their basement talking about issues. Yeah, well, like, because it is very simple. Technically, it's very simple. It's two guys on a couch, beers. But then you move it to, let's say, a restaurant, because they've done it on restaurants, and they get a couch, two beers. Yeah, so what's interesting about that is that kind of of atmosphere sets it up in a very social manner. Mm -hmm. It's it's like, you know, restaurants or basement couches. These are places where you have dialogue. These are places where you have conversations. And and you don't have conversations with your professor. You You have conversation with your friends. Well, I have conversations with my tremendous English professor. Well, yes. Personally. Yeah, personally. Yeah, <laughs> but besides our amazing, greatly, yes. fantastic English <laughs> teacher for, you know, English 226. It's generally a friend, a peer kind of conversation. Yeah. So, I guess moving forward, uh, what's important with Dignation is the way they, the way the audience tends to learn the show, the way they tend to adapt and understand and they 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 understand the structure of the show because even though even though it, it might be very loosely i mean they're drinking beer and getting drunk yeah. so it's not going to follow there's a, very there's a structure there is a structure there's stories being told and then there's it's, emails it's almost then, it's almost implied kind of structure of how how things are about it's, it's so, ritualized exactly and so at. and so the the and 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 it's ritualized in the way that the listeners will follow the ritual. Yeah. Will follow it and will expect it to go that way. Exactly. It's like and, and when it doesn't, uh, you go like, wait, what, what happened? <laughs> like, for example, you would, you would be expecting us to say hi and welcome to Geeks on Drama, but we didn't. Yeah. And so we shocked you there. And <laughs> we didn't follow we our so structure. About that. And so... so... Yeah. The audience... The audience, as I see it, they... As they learn the show, they get to learn their part in the show, what they're yeah. obligated, well not obligated, but like... But what they're expected, expected to do. Expected to do, like expected Dionysus, to add, add to the performance. Yeah, like in Dionysus 69, where, you know, 
be, like at the beginning, people were like, wait, what is happening here? Yeah. What are they asking me to do? And then by the end, you had people offering to do stuff. Yeah. They know, because they learn what they were expecting. They, they know what they contribute to the performance and how, how that all shapes out. And they'll, and they'll be happy to co contribute because it makes them feel part of it, which is a big thing about podcasts. You're yes. part of You're podcasts. Part of so with that, we can kind of see a contrast between a sort of black box theater, like, I don't know, even television, yeah. and a black box. Literally the black box, but, you know. Yeah, and, and podcasting, where what's interesting is the performance is not, it's not performing for an audience, but it's performing to an audience. Yeah, because, like, in a TV show, like Lost, for example, for seeing example, as, Lost. you know. Tim is completely obsessed with it. Um, you have you have a you have a, a guy like guidelines. You yes. have a storyline, and there is an audience, but they don't care what the audience think of what their storyline is going to. They well, will, in a sense, they're not. They're doing it, but it's not. It's it's for the audience. It's not to the audience. Yeah. It's not saying, I don't know. It's 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 a weird. It's a weird nuance, but it's definitely there. Yeah, it's definitely there because if you write to the writers of, if you write an email to the writers of Lost saying, I don't like where it's going, it's not like they're going to be like, oh my god, Tim doesn't like where this is going, we better change it. If only. Yeah. If yeah. only. Well, yeah, I guess even again, that goes back to the fact that podcasting is almost, you're podcasting to your peers. It's not yeah. me podcasting to my audience, it's me podcasting to my friends. Yeah. And so I care what to they our, I, to other people that listen to this I, podcast. I care what they say. So when yeah. they say something, it's 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 critic it's constructive criticism because if they're feeling that, I'd probably I'd probably feel the same thing if I was listening to it. Yeah, and and it, and it's and it's kind of like you're the one listening to this, and I want to make it you want to listen to this. So why not pay attention to what you're saying? Exactly. So going to this, that sort of dialogue between the performance and the audience comes about as almost an organic measure because there's a lack of script. Yeah. And that's something that I think is more or less a mainstay of podcasts. Of course, yeah. with any medium, you have your anomalies where there is you know, full and, script. But. And, 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 and you can see it throughout the same way that maybe, I don't know, like drama and theater history goes. There is, there's the two varieties, there's the scripted variety and there's the loosely scripted variety yeah. and then there's the completely unscripted variety. So unscripted completely, we have improv, improv right? Improv, which and is hilarious. Yeah, there's definitely tenets of that within podcasting. Yeah. But what's, I guess what's most prevalent is a sort of semi-scripted nature where there's a game plan, but then what happens... It happens. It's, it just, yeah, it happens. Like Whatever instance, happens, happens. When we create the show, we do, you know, we're not exactly sure what we're going to talk about until the, it's recording. Yeah. And, and, and we have, like, an outline of what we want to do. Yeah, these we are have, the topics we want to hit at. We but. have our magical whiteboard, which is the, yes. our inspiration to it all. Exactly. And, but but it doesn't, in the end, it comes down to actually figuring out what you think as you say it. Yeah. And... And trying to find the correct words to say it, <laughs> which sometimes is harder. So this sort of uh, semi-scripted thing uh, is definitely even found in other forms of drama. For instance, I know uh, the Judd Apatow movies. So you know, you're super bad. You're forty-year-old virgins. You're, you're knocked up. Uh, you're not actually knocked up, though. <laughs> but 
You're yeah, not that, that, movies. Not, not because you listen to this will you get knocked up. You're right. That won't happen. But what I know is he leaves the camera on during all the takes and everything else. Cut. That's in the scene. He lets it go forward. And the actors take it from there. So like, it like becomes a bunch more of, organic. Yeah, it a bunch of the jokes happen when cut should have been yelled. So, well, like I remember reading an interview of Seth Rogen. He says that's done intentionally so you can get that sort of, you get the atmosphere of it's like two friends talking, trying to make each other crack up because that's exactly what, what it is. What they are, it's two friends talking, and it, it, sometimes I think that that's how it should be. But, Almost, you know. yeah. It just doesn't work that way. And like, although you do have the scripted podcast. Yes, that exists. They without. exist. Um, like, and especially they exist within the network podcasts. Like an not, NBC official like podcast. Like an NBC official podcast or a BBC official podcast. A podcast that will represent their name. They will censor it and script it. Because they want to know what's going to be said. And not, not only that, but it has to represent what they represent. Exactly. And... It, it kind of goes back to like that that, that Shakespearean theater concept of bringing in a playwright as an authority. Yeah, like instead of canceling plays completely in the Elizabethan time, they decided, well, we're going to... We're, we're going, going to have a script so I know what's going to be said. And that way we can censor if we don't like it yeah. and make it and make sure that what is being said does represent what we want to say. Exactly. So I guess... I guess we can see a script as being symbolic of authority. Mm-hmm. And then when podcasting is a medium where a script isn't always found or isn't found to that degree, we can see podcasting as it a whole almost is a, is a lack of authority. Yeah, and, and, and like having a loosely script gives you gives a much room. freedom. Yeah, I guess uh, another, I guess, dramatic concept is that whole liminality. It's yeah. like... I'm, anything could happen or no. I could say something. I could say something wrong. I could misspeak, and then we can explore that. Yeah, and 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 especially we can like talk about knitting, and we can explore knitting, and we can explore <laughs> needles, and we can explore. We don't. We're not experimenting with any sort of narcotic. El, Isabel, let's not bring that up again. Sure, Tim. <laughs> but um, yeah, that. So I think definitely that this lack of authority. Like and, it harkens back to that conversational aspect because yeah when because I, if, for example like in my Napoleon podcast seeing as you know it's history and it's geeky you know you have the Napoleon story but then there's alter stories of like the more like the generals of Napoleon and how they fit in into the story mm-hmm. and sometimes if you go into the guideline stories of the like marshal this and marshal that then. You have that story and it fits in in a certain way, but if you had a complete script, you couldn't go into the, those exactly. stories. And I think that those stories are equally important. Yeah. So the way I the way I'm most interested in it's like when podcasts have this conversational tone, it's because like when you're talking with your friends, one of your friends isn't a king. One of your friends can't fire you, so you can you can talk. And one of your friends doesn't have authority over the conversation and you might not like what your friend is saying but yeah. whatever so it's lack your of, friend and it's and it's the same way as you would talk in a normal conversation with your friend this lack of script this lack of authority brings it talking it's like talking to a peer group yeah definitely so i guess uh, again talking about liminality this lack of script 
allows an exaggerated nature of how we're actually talking almost incites, it's, it's like a catalyst for forming characters within yeah, it. Yeah, like, like a different character than oneself. Because like, Tim and I would not normally talk this exactly. way. Tim and I would not have a conversation of this matter or on this topics. But when you go into that podcasting frame of mind, when you go into that, uh, that, that I guess, yeah, that intensified and also, sort of... And like Tim and I, before we like start recording, we have to get into that frame of mind of, I need my voice to sound clear. I need to be... I need to be passionate what I'm talking about. And I need to like speak in a certain way that you will understand me when I speak because I can't speak as fast as I normally speak because <laughs> then you wouldn't get a, a word I'm saying. So you adopt a persona when you podcast. And, and it, it goes back to the title of our podcast, which is The Importance, the importance of Being, being earnest, earnest, which is a play by Oscar Wilde, which later became a movie fitting into our movie theme. Cleverly enough. Cleverly enough. <laughs> anyway, and it's and it's about this guy who pretends to be this other guy, and then at the end of the film of or play, whatever you he, tend to see it as, he realizes that, well, not realizes, he finds out that he really was that guy that he was pretending to be all, all, all along. along, and and it kind of is sort of the same way. Yeah. We we are the characters that we pretend that we are in podcasting. There's, yeah, there's, there's there, Tim, and then there's podcasting Tim. And there's Isabel and podcasting Isabel. I personally like my podcasting variant much more. He's cool. I, did, I hope yeah, my, my well, mom thinks the regular Tim is cool. Yeah, well. But <laughs> and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> which all great mothers do, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it, it's good that your mother thinks you're handsome. I'll tell her that. Thank At you. least someone does. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Sorry, sorry, but it was so easy. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where we see podcasting as a form of theater. Yeah, and it's it's where we see it fitting in the drama sphere and the drama sphere. <laughs> I like it. And um, yeah. Okay, so next time. Oh, before we talk about next time, um, going back into the world of knitting. As my favorite world. I love going into oh, that world. Dude, seriously. The, um, uh, the check out Nitty Nora's Knitting Natter. It's a really cool podcast about knitting and it's fabulous. In our first of hopefully many series of, of. knitting podcasts of the week or yeah. what have you. Or knitting podcast of the podcast. Ooh. Podcast, 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 podcast. Meta podcast. Podcast. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. We haven't talked about what we're talking about next episode. Next episode, stay tuned for... The history of podcasts. The history of podcasts. And And where podcasts are going and what podcasts are currently on. And what connections we can make. For instance, the fringe, Shakespeare. Stay tuned. To drive down care away. Goodbye, Nick one.